American Timelines is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. So now I'm obsessed with time. Come on, tell me about the time. Had it all in my head tonight. Had the time of my life. When the words all come down, like blues on Tuesdays come down. Throw it all away. Throw it all away. Welcome to a special edition of American Timelines where we focus in on Pearl Harbor. My name's Joe, and I'm also known as Loud, and I'm joined by my cohort, Gruff, who has been a co-host of American Timelines in the past. He co-hosts a show called The Gruff and Loud Show, a dumb YouTube series we started during the pandemic. Uh, And uh, so thanks for being here, Gruff. Hey, man. Thanks for having me, Loud. Yeah, so... Within this context, I can call you Joe, right? Yeah, I guess you can, Steve. Yeah. Uh, other people call him Steve. Uh, if you want to call yeah. him Steve, you can call him Steve or Gruff. But um, yeah, so we're doing this because the new format of American Timelines, the new-ish format is we're just doing one year at a time. And so it gets hard to cover very big, significant events like this. And so we got to December of 1941, and we had already been recording for an hour and a half. So Amy and I were like, well... We can't really just just gloss over something as big as Pearl Harbor. So uh, that said, I am not a World War II historian. I am not a war buff, oh, really. Nor am I. Nor am I. I, I. Yeah, no, specifically World War II. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna claim any sort of buffness, yeah, over a war, I don't know if that. Anywho. It would be <laughs> it would be generally pre-Christian. Yes, and so yeah. that kind of brings up the whole thing about war buffs in general. We were just talking before we started recording that um, I've always thought it was kind of an odd thing when people were into war. Like, I'm a war buff. Like, it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean you like war. Like, you're no. not happy that people were, died it and does not there was that. genocide no. and everything else, yeah. which is kind of how I took it. Like, I remember- Not fans of body counts. Yeah, right. They don't like that it happened. They're no. just and sort of like people that are into uh, serial killers and true crime. Yeah, well, I mean, they it's, don't it's, like the murders. They don't like I mean, that people are getting raped. It's just a like, fascination we don't like with that. The, there's a car accident, but we'll right. we'll look at it. But we look and rubberneck it. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, oh my god, and it's, like it's a just a we watch like with a we're in a post Law and Order world. Yeah, you know? after the show Law and Order, procedurals yeah. are a genre. Right. So, and I think it's like the human obsession with like what could happen to you, the fear exactly. of what could happen. The fear, mm-hmm. There's like serial killer out there. That It's like a horror uh, movie esque thing, but it's in reality, you know? Yeah. And then with war, it's so. like these countries that have these leaders that all over the world that have access to weapons and armies and capabilities of death and, how, and violence. I'm fascinated by just how what I'm fascinated, I guess, by is like the tools of war have always been intriguing. I was a kid, uh, I I chose G.I. Joe over Transformers, right? Me too. And I I I don't know why, because I'm not, I've never thought of myself into war, but yeah, studying this makes me realize like the fascination with I'm kind of dumbfounded by or just surprised by how big, giant thing wars become over little moments or over little arguments like it all starts with oh. a little thing and becomes a giant oh. war where tons of people die yeah and it didn't need to happen most of them don't need to happen it's crazy no like miscommunications power greed all that stuff mm-hmm. just in our existence like, you know i don't know it's just well it's within a- our lifetime is true yeah we we you know but i guess it, i also understand more there's a mentality that sees it as profitable right yeah. right and that's the thing I think you're just talking about history. Superman too, right? Yeah. You're just talking about action comics too. Yeah. So I've been reading action 1930s. comics, Superman, 1930s yeah. and, and the same kind, uh, cause I'm also obsessed with comic book history and history of everything really. Um, mm-hmm. if I had well, all the time in the world, I would just It's a way of reflecting what was going on. All pop culture. Yeah. That's how you know, TV exactly. movies, that's what culture comic is. books, 
is a the reflection pop of, of what's happening. Just popular. Yeah. This is we're just talking speaking of culture. Just reflection of what's happening in history. Yeah. So okay. but then yeah. so that goes back to the people I knew in high school. I remember a, a friend of ours on the football team. We were both waiting to be picked up by our rides after practice one day. And we couldn't have been probably more opposite in our trajectory of of people is Chris Rolla. He and okay. I, you know, we weren't like best friends. We didn't hang out. We we're in different circles, whatever. We didn't have you know, different friends. He was offense, you were defense. Yeah. Right. And we we're just talking about whatever. And I was probably a sophomore or junior in high school. And then he says to me, as we're waiting for our rights, he's like, Hey, uh, Hey Joe, what's, what's your favorite world war two battle? <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, what's your favorite battle for world war two? And I thought at the time being 15 years old where I was like, that's the weirdest question anybody's ever asked me. I was like, I I don't I, know that. I told him, I don't know that I, I could name a battle, number one. <laughs> number mm-hmm. two, like, how do you have a favorite? And he was like, mine is, I can't remember what he said, but I was just well, so I, dumbfounded. I've remembered that question from, until now, I'm 47 yeah, years old now. Yeah. Um, and I should, should bring, I should have him as a guest on here, actually, as a buff. I should, that, that may have, have been a, a better, that may have been a better expert than me, but I don't know how he is. With conspiracies. <laughs> yeah. To bring you as a, yeah, well, you know, you're not here as an expert. It's just somebody tell me about a conspiracy theory. So anyway, yeah, I'm just, all yeah, that said, I, yeah. um, and you were saying we had friends, the Scott brothers, Joe and Bob Scott, who we've been in touch with yeah. throughout the years. And they're very funny guys, mm-hmm. but very smart guys. So I think I also, mm-hmm. anybody who's into world war two or, I more always buffs equated history it with buffs. a level of intelligence. intelligence. Yeah. yeah, smart guys. Yeah, and Rollins is definitely a smart guy, so mm-hmm. just smarter than I am. So, anyway, just to say, I'm not a history buff. We are You're no not a history buff, but yeah. we're learning as we go. So we're we're not experts on this, but we are just we want to talk about history through pop culture and as a reflection of it. So, what I did was I put together a timeline of Pearl Harbor in December of 1941 that I stole basically off of Wikipedia. And then I just took a dive a little bit deeper into things that I thought were interesting or I didn't know about or no idea. All I knew going into this was like anybody else. And of course I took history and high school and college and I memorized things for a test and then forgot it. But I knew basically December 7th, 1941, everybody knows that that was when Japan attacked Pearl Harbor and Mm -hmm. that kind of started us's, uh, participation in world that War was II. where the sleeping giant was awoken to use an old uh like, that's what we hear that's what we know of that's yeah. and there was the movie uh what was the movie uh was it 1941 with ben affleck and about pearl harbor oh, that was actually pearl harbor yeah it was called that pearl was harbor yeah. 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 it was yeah. called pearl harbor yeah. yeah so i saw that didn't really pay attention to that so, yeah yeah not a big i know world war ii was against germany that. and japan and Italy and all that. And so, but it didn't, you know, obviously um, the, you know, what was happening with Hitler and the Jews and everything. And I'm, you know, aware of all that, Yeah, but just like the precursors and everything, I still don't know if I know exactly everything. Cause not everything is well, I mean, take forever to get into everything. But yeah, so, no, so a lot it, of this it, is like it, just what's available on Wikipedia. And then if we got a historian that could dive deep because i'm sure conspiracy theories run deep that yeah this war was this one thing we've done is like we as a we as a being have done conspiracy theories well since i believe the beginning right you know i believe it fall i believe conspiracy theories fall under the category of talking shit yeah and i think humans have always we've talked shit well well, and we're in a society now where you just can believe. A lot of people just believe what they want to believe, well, and then yeah, they just no, say that's that's. I choose to believe alternative facts. You know. Yeah. No. Uh, so when, when you, sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to believe it. it I think it's aliens true are in here in yeah. my belly, and it's true in my heart. So yeah. that's two out of three. And Meatloaf told me that ain't bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Steve is going to cover after I go through the timeline. He's going to cover a conspiracy theory. Of, just one example of hey man, this has been happening for a bit regarding uh pearl harbor pearl harbor right yeah so like like, if it were to fall on a a specific part of a timeline the joy of it is is this article Mm -hmm. that i'm going to be referencing november 22nd okay so it wasn't even in december okay so well how about that that'll be the preamble the precursor the okay the preview the on november 22nd 1941 yeah, do you want to tell me what there that... was an advertisement in the New Yorker? Okay. Okay. This advertisement was for this small, what would count as an indie game now. 
Okay. Called Double Dice. Okay. It was a game, aver- like a board game you could buy. It was, it, it was, yeah, it was a in game the with some cards. Okay. Some chips. Yep. Couple, like a handful of dice. It had one traditional dice. And when I say traditional dice, the six-sided, well, all dice are, all these dice are six-sided dice. Okay. But it had the traditional pip system, the little dots. Okay. Because each dot on a die is a pip. Okay. So it had the traditional, those are called pips. Oh, Or a pip. I didn't know that. So one is a, one dot is one pip that is one. Then you turn it oh, over. Is that where two. Pip Pip Cheerio comes from? I hope so. So it's a, if somebody rolled a we two, can say pip, that pip, Cheerio. We can say that. Okay. We don't know. You know, it's like a, it's that's like another a, thing. Pip, pip, pip Pip Cheerio comes from an old British dice game that if you roll a two, you were out. Yeah, so maybe. Pip Pip Cheerio. That is was that it. <laughs> now we're that... calling it truth because fuck it. We live in a world where you can say anything. Yeah, we don't know. Right. We don't know. No, what we means. don't know. I don't know. I have no clue. I just made that. I don't. It's know actually an informal way of saying goodbye. Yeah, uh, pip, yeah. I don't know what the pip pip means. Um, I don't know how it started or what the reference is. Yeah, why? Why did British say pip pip? Uh, said to have been formed in imitation of a sound made by a car horn. Well, that's cool. I don't know. So maybe it's the maybe it's they they it's, it, it comes from a because British it comes from dark things. Yeah. So maybe that was the last thing people heard before they got hit. And the person who was driving <laughs> just beeped their horn. Maybe Cheerio. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, back to the dice game. So this game came out in November. This Pearl Harbor. November twenty second. Was December seventh, as we talked about. So exactly. November twenty second. This game advertisement came out in the New Yorker. Okay. Yes. It's, there's a big ad. It mm-hmm. goes Achoon, alert, alerte. So you have German, you have Italian, you have American. Okay. You have a reference to hey, if you're going to be in a bomb shelter. Why don't you play this game? Okay. Which is weird of the time because America's not in a war. There's a war going on, but right. And I'm sure there was part of it. I'm sure at this time there was a lot of speculation. There was a lot of shit going on in America about that war, about whether we should even be a part of it. Right. You know, who was right, who was wrong. It was a very, it's a very unfortunate. Anywho, sure. So So on this dice, yeah, yeah, go ahead. On this, in this, on this, in these advertisements, which is a big ad. Than many small ads throughout the New Yorker. One of these smaller ads shows two dice. On the dice, there's a 12, one die, there's a 12, another die, there's a seven. Okay. So that's that's the hook of the conspiracy. Oh, because on the dice, in the on the die, there's a 12, there's a seven. Also on the die, there's a double X, because it's another symbol on a die. Okay. So these three things lead people to thinking there's this is more than just this dice game from out of nowhere. So they were yeah, this, according to what would we call theory, it the New Yorker knew yeah. they were doing a subtle warning that something was going to happen on twelve. Something seven. someone knew because the New Yorker, when asked about it, said, "Hey man, we don't know. It's just an ad. Somebody came in, paid with said, hey, cash." Really? Some the person who placed that paid with cash and they have no record yeah. of it? Yeah, it was one yeah. person came in, paid with cash. Okay. They had record of who did it. Okay. But that's that's November twenty second. So if you want to start the December seventh stuff. Yeah. So then I'll jump into yeah. uh I think by November first, a little bit before that, oh uh, is when Hitler means, yeah. Hitler had claimed that the US had attacked Germany, uh, oh. even though I think all records say they didn't. And so he was kind of like yeah. preparing. So even before that, we had already like Hitler's trying to go uh, the U S into it, I guess, mm-hmm. but there was like, you know, different, there's German submarines that uh, it all happened to do with the sinking of Reuben. The Reuben James was a ship that I guess a German U boat sunk or whatever, even though we weren't officially in war or anything, but December 2nd, uh, 1941, we get to Pearl like, Harbor. Oh. Yeah. Japanese mm-hmm. rear admiral, Matomi Ugaki received an order authorizing the combined fleet, which this fleet at the time was a Japanese fleet in the Pacific, which was the largest in the world at that time. Uh, they, uh, he received an order authorizing the combined flight fleet to attack anytime after midnight on December 7th, Japan time. The fleet had set oh. up a couple hundred miles northwest of Hawaii from where it would launch attacks against Pearl Harbor. So based on this order, Ugaki sent a wireless communication with the coded message, climb Mount Nitaka. 
meaning the attacks were to go forward as planned. So that was like their coded message. You say clown, okay. clown, climb Mount Nitaka. Nobody knows what that means. Nitaka. But uh, I jumped into a, uh, a website, uh, Today's History Lesson by Joel Munt, uh, explaining cl what climb Mount Nitaka meant. Um, and he was saying that uh, that coded message arrived on the uh, the flagship, and the admiral then opened a set of top secret documents, which confirmed that Japan would be going to war with the U.S., Britain, and Holland. It also Ooh. gave a date for the opening of hostilities, December eighth, which was the seventh on Pearl Harbor side of the international day. Yes. and so yeah. the stage was set. They unless the U.S. The future, unless the U.S. discovered them, Pearl Harbor was squarely centered in the Japanese no. bullseye, and they were going to be able to do this. Um, and then around that time, President Roosevelt sent, a Jap sent Japan a request for an explanation of the heavy Japanese troop concentrations in French Indochina, exceeding the 25,000 agreed upon between Tokyo and Vichy, France. Uh, so apparently they had already agreed, you know. So they already said, hey, but dude, we're, we're cool with this many people. But if you yeah, if you the, put too many people there, we're going to go. Money. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Why do you What's have 25? On? You have over yeah. 25,000 troops. We, we said 25 grand. We, you can have 25,000 troops. That's yeah, fine. 25K, that's that, good. But there's a threat. I mean, so what you yeah, doing, I, buddy? So I guess Roosevelt already had heard about this build up and kind of canceled a vacation earlier, you know, in the year, oh. a couple weeks before. So kind of like getting ready for this. So, mm -hmm. Uh, uh, the Japanese on December 3rd, which was Wednesday, the Japanese carrier fleet tasked with the Pearl Harbor attack began approaching the Hawaiian islands with increased speed. U S secretary of state Cordell Hull gave a press conference conference expressing a pessimistic view of the U S Japan relations saying that the months of discussions to this point had never reached a stage where actual negotiation toward a peaceful settlement could take place. And then on to Thursday, December 4th, Japanese invasion fleets departed from various locations for their destinations in Malaya and Thailand. Uh, also on that day, Rainbow Five, the U.S. government's top secret war plan, was leaked on the front pages of the Chicago Tribune and Washington oh. Times Herald. Oh. Uh, the plan alarmed isolationists who took it as proof that Roosevelt was preparing to lead the U.S. into war against Germany, despite his pledge during the 1940 election that no American would be sent into foreign wars. Oh, Read my lips. You know, that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, Senator Burton K. Wheeler, uh, who uh, is a graduate of University of Michigan Law School, Wolverines, uh, national oh. champions, uh, without mentioning his own role in the leak, demanded a congressional investigation into the leak. You know, that's always how it goes. Yeah. Uh, then Friday, December 5th, 1941, Japan responded to Roosevelt's inquiry of December 2nd by saying that Foreign reports of the number of Japanese troops in French Indochina were exaggerated, and the troop concentrations were in full accord with the agreement between Tokyo and Vichy. So we don't have a thousand. <laughs> no, nah, dudes, they're lying. You can't oh. prove it. Count them. Yep. Uh, War Secretary. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> War Secretary <laughs> Henry L. Stimson said during a press conference that those responsible for the, for the previous day's leaking of American war plans were wanting in loyalty and patriotism. Stimson also <laughs> offered a statement asking, what would you think of an American general staff, which in the present condition of the world did not investigate and study every conceivable type of emergency, which may confront this country and every possible method of meeting that emergency. The white house made no other comment on the matter and it would quickly be forgotten about after the events of December 7th. So yeah. part of that is like, you know, we're just looking into it. We got to be ready for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what the hell? Uh, but this whole big leak was a big thing until, of course, December oh. wiped everything mm -hmm. off. Uh, December 6, 1941 was a Saturday, and President Roosevelt wrote a personal appeal to Emperor Hiro, uh, Hirohito to avoid war between the U.S. and Japan. Uh, some quotes from the, the letter were, uh, developments are occurring in the Pacific area which threaten to deprive each of our nations and all humanity the beneficial influence of the long peace between our two countries, the president wrote. Those developments contain tragic possibilities. I address myself to your majesty at this moment in the fervent hope that your majesty may, as I am doing, give thought in this definite emergency to ways of dispelling the dark clouds. I am confident that both of us, for the sake of the people, not only of our own great countries, but for the sake of humanity and neighboring territories, have a sacred duty 
to restore traditional amity and prevent further death and destruction in the world. Um, now, according to realclearpublicaffairs.com, Roosevelt was not naive. He knew that Japan, still occupying Manchuria, that thousands of Japanese troops had been pouring into Indochina, that Australia, Australia was anticipating an attack. What the president didn't know was that Yamamoto's fleet had already crossed the Pacific and it was a mass near Pearl Harbor. Oh. Later that night, however, the president was given an intercepted message from Tokyo to the Japanese embassy in Washington titled Final Communication to the United States. The cable did not declare war or call for the breaking of diplomatic relations with Washington, but its tone was menacing. And the U.S. Oh. Navy lieutenant who delivered the decoded document to the White House recalled that the commander-in-chief's terse reaction was, this means war. Roosevelt oh. said that simply. Yeah. So at this point, Subtext. he knew. And this was like, I guess. Man, this means war, fear, fear itself. Roosevelt has some in them. Yeah, he had some, yeah, quotes. And so, um, uh, you know, I, I, a couple of things, rabbit holes I fell down were just that yeah. relations. Lead me through your war. And... Yeah, just a lot. Of, at this time, yeah. I was just kind of like, what? Did they get the note? And did they, like, just ignore it? Or was there? But I think it was, at this point, it was already beyond. Wanna... Like, there was no turning yeah, back no. at this point. It was already, no, wheels were set in motion. But yeah, but relationships Once have been strained for a long time. On. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that this was... wasn't the fir- the very beginning of any uh, d- d- uh, strife between Japan and the U.S. Obviously, there's there's a oh. lot. They, you could probably trace this back to the 1850s or whatever. You know, uh, well, if I you mean, really they, wanted to. There are there are long memories. There are long memories, not just in Europe. You know. Mm-hmm. And this is not a World War II like podcast. This like is a true crime like, and history podcast. This is a true crime crime Pop and history. Culture. Co- yeah, but we've been we've been mucking about with Japan since before we put ourselves between their war with Russia. You know. Yeah. We are one of the negotiators of that because Russia and Japan got into a war over islands. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. But this is like, December. Yeah, so this is what we're getting. So now we're at December 7th. This is all in FDR's mind as he says the subtext means war. This means war. But I can't I can't move troops on subtext. Right. You know, yeah. I don't know there's a fleet bearing down on Pearl Harbor. Right. Don't know. Don't got the technology. Yeah, does he know? Does he not know? Yeah. Does he not know? Does he I mean, does he know something's up? He knows. Or did he just have to let him attack to get the worst well, I mean, it's just one of those things he has a, he has enough of his country he has mm-hmm. enough of it at the time the context is is he has enough of his country saying we don't want in this right you know he has enough of his country saying that that majority he has to said they did not want to be not in to this. get into this right yep so no matter what he knew he's got to go against that right you know what did who did we know were the little green men that crept into crimea oh, oh so long ago now you know, everyone knew, right? You know, late night hosts were doing jokes about it. That's we true. knew who the little green men were, but could we do anything about that at the time? Nope. Nope. You know, well, here we are. December 7th, 1941 was a Sunday. The Japanese surprise attack on Pearl Harbor began at 7.55 a.m. Hawaiian time. 21 American ships and over 300 aircrafts were sunk, destroyed, or damaged and 2,403 Americans were killed. Japan lost 29 planes in return. Japan declared war on the U.S., Great Britain, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, and South Africa. Uh, I was forgetting New Zealand was in there. Uh, the Japanese, uh, yeah, New Zealand. That's on us. Yeah, that, that, the poor hobbits. Yeah, no, we didn't. They were like, in let's there. face it. That's, like, that's, the, that's on us. Yeah. You know? We can uh, blame the school system, but it's yeah. on us. The Japanese midnight submarine, or sorry, the Japanese midget submarine HA-19 ran aground and was scuttled at Oahu. Eventually, mm-hmm. Americans retrieved the sub, and Kazuo Sakamaki became the first Japanese prisoner. Kazuo, Kazuo, maybe the first Japanese prisoner of war to be captured by American forces. By the way, he's an alum of Wakamachi High School in Japan. Oh, uh, was there? Do you know their mascot? No, I couldn't find a mascot because Shit. their website's in Japanese. Oh, <laughs> I can't read any Junichi. of those things. Yeah, I was gonna. I should have called Janichi. 
Uh, mm. I guess I got to use a translator, a website translator. Well, I mean, that's yeah. that's not this podcast. I well, this is that is this kind of. Podcast. I couldn't even find the team colors or any any mm-hmm. uh, any of the. Uh, it's a smaller school because they don't even have their own like Wikipedia page. I guess All no right. notable. I'm not. Well, I mean, it is a different education system. I don't know if. Yeah, I mean, maybe we could reach out to. Would, there, would they not have us. it? Would the high school not have the? Would the secondary school not have a mascot? Because if the town has a mascot. Well, that's why I even I started Googling, like, do Japanese high schools have mascots? And they were like, yeah. mascots are very important in Japan. So I think they do. Oh, yeah, I know. But uh, I just... What their team colors are and whatever. I found maybe that they were playing soccer. The team plays soccer. I don't know. Anyway, but so so here's an incident that I didn't know about. The uh, Niihau incident. Have you ever heard of the Niihau incident? No. It's part of Pearl Harbor. It began when uh, Japanese pilot Shijinori Nishikaichi, we'll see if that's pronounced right, he crash-landed his damaged A6M20, which is a fighter plane, on the Hawaiian mm-hmm. island of Nihihau after participating in the attack of Pearl Harbor. So the Imperial Japanese Navy had designated Nihihau uh, as an uninhabited island for damaged aircraft to land and await rescue. So... It was not uninhabited, but they assumed, I think they assumed it was, and they just said, that's what we're going to do. If you're damaged, just crash land there, and we'll rescue you later. Native okay. Hawaiians, unaware of the attack, treated uh, this pilot, Nishikaichi, Nishikaichi is his last name, I think. They treated him uh, as a guest, but took the precaution of removing his weapons. They brought a resident who had been born in Japan to translate so they could talk to him. Uh, that oh, night, nice. the Hawaiians learned of the Pearl Harbor attack and apprehended the Japanese pilot. So later, they, after they were trading him, then they were, oh, God, he's part of a, a, an attack on Hawaii. They allowed him to stay with the Haradas, uh, who are the only other two residents of Japanese descent. Uh, so he stayed with the other Japanese people on the island, but they posted guards. The pilot then told the Haradas, who are the, the, the couple that are from Japan mm-hmm. that live there already, told him about the attack, and the two agreed to help him. So Nishikaichi and Yoshio Harada overcame a guard and escaped to destroy the plane and paper so that they couldn't, you know, get any information. And then they took uh, a couple native Nihihawans, a couple people that were natives to the island, Mm -hmm. uh, Benny, Benny Hakaka, (laughs) Benny Hakaka, we'll call him Ben, and uh, his wife, Kanahili, uh, Connie, they call her Ella. So Ben and oh, Ella, okay. well, Ella, they took them prisoner. So it's just easier versus say because his wife's name was Kiel, Kialoha, but they call her Ella. So Ben and Ella, okay. they took them prisoner, and they later overcame the guard. Eventually, killed the pilot. Uh, ben was wounded in the process, and one of Nishikaichi's collaborators, Yoshido Harada, uh, committed suicide. Oh. So the one that was helping him committed suicide. Yeah. Ben was decorated for his action because he was wounded. But Ella, Ella, his wife, who actually killed Nishikaichi, received no official recognition. What? Misogyny. Uh, it's best. So that's a whole thing. The, yeah. That's the that's the, the Nihau incident, which is part of that. I've never oh. heard of that. That's just a little like I never heard about story. that either. That's a thing that yeah. happened. No, I, I, that's interesting. It's Thank all you for according. Sharing. Yeah, it's all according to Wikipedia and. I know my pronunciations are not great. They never are. No, but, but you little you, side story. You gave it a good side. I mean, I don't think that it, they didn't sound too offensive. Yeah, maybe there's a movie be. about that. There's I don't know. I have no friend. Hey, maybe we can. Well, write when it you first that. said it, when you first said it was a des- deserted island, just you know, yeah. crashed there. My first thought was all the movies that included a deserted island with a Gilligan's Island, World War II, Gilligan's so Island, might have exactly. Been yeah, yeah there. Yeah. Skipper. Anyway, Winston Churchill during the during the attack in Pearl Harbor was dining at Checkers, the Ooh. country house of the Prime Minister of the UK, with the American diplomats John Gilbert Wynant and W. Averill Harriman when the news at Pearl Harbor Tech arrived. Avril? Avril? Oh. I don't know. What did I say? Avril? Avril? No, I pronunciations. W. Avril Harriman. Yeah. Proving that we can mispronunciate. Yeah, I can mispronounce everything. Anyway, Churchill realized that the U.S. would now enter the war and that Britain would no longer have to fight alone. He later wrote of that night, 
Being saturated and satiated with emotion and sensation, I went to bed and slept the sleep of the saved and thankful. So that's a different nice. perspective. It's like Churchill was like comforted by the fact that U.S. is now in the war because it's like now we have help and it's yeah. Like, now yeah, we're not now, being, now we're not yeah. alone. We got someone that you know who's officially so got our back. You could see how already do yeah. You could see how conspiracy theorists would maybe say, "Is this orchestrated is by iteration? Yeah. You know, do we know any like yes? Sir. You that need an nice. attack like this to get in the war. Like U.S. isn't going to just join the war because it's not our war. But if the, we're attacked, well, what's the safest yeah, place who, to let us be attacked? Hawaii. You know, like well, I mean, not just that. Who's who's going to attack America first? Right. This is before. This is before Alaska is a part of America. So right. is Russia, is Russia, you know, Russia's already fighting the Nazis. So there's nothing there. Who, yeah. where are you going to attack America from? Right. The only people in the war that could attack us yeah. directly was Japan. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's the only way you, you know, could I mean, really. The, yeah. the joy of conspiracy theorists is that, you know, coincidence and uh, what is it? Coincidence and what's the other word? Similar to coincidence. What? Yeah. There are no, no coincidence doesn't just mean there are no uh, big coincidences and little coincidences, only coincidences. That's from Seinfeld. Um, okay. Who was who said it? Uh I mean you're he was getting an argument on that elevator about coincidence. That's a pretty big oh. coincidence. There are no big coincidences. Mm. Anyway, that's a whole mm. other thing. Anyway, but yeah, conspiracy theories. Yeah, you're right. They take coincidences or happenstance, and yeah. and they tie it and they give it meaning because that's what we do. Right, that's what we like, do. As we people, sit around right? a fire and we give meaning to a shooting star. Right, to everything we, we see, we have that to have some star. That, that's, we the, we yeah. we enjoy that sometimes, and we stop drawing the line between which ones matter. Sure, well, we always say everything yeah. happens for a reason, but does it? Maybe things are random. Does it? Is the reason just because? Yep. You know, I remember having a version of the Plinko game growing up called Avalanche, and I used to just drop marbles down and watch them go and try to figure out why did it hit that way? Sure. Was it the speed of the marble hitting the angle to get the lever to turn just right? Yeah. You well, know, that's there's a whole physics, math right? based around that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, anyway, also on December seventh, the uh, the American cargo ship, the SS Cynthia Olson, oh. was sunk by the Japanese submarine I twenty six. Um, yeah, and then December eighth, yeah, yeah, that brings us December eighth, nineteen forty one, the Monday. President Roosevelt made the infamy speech. We all know that with its opening line. Yesterday, yesterday December seventh, nineteen forty one. A date which will live in infamy. The United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. The United States was at peace with that nation and at the solicitation of Japan was still in conversation with its government and its emperor looking toward the maintenance of peace in the Pacific. The attack yesterday on the Hawaiian Islands has caused severe damage to American naval and military forces. I regret to tell you that very many American lives have been lost. In addition, American ships have been reported torpedoed on the high seas between San Francisco and Honolulu. As Commander-in-Chief of the Army and Navy, I have directed that all measures be taken for our defense, but always will our whole nation remember the character of the onslaught against us. Well, interesting to yeah watch no, that just to, with, just to see yeah. people the start of world war that's the start of world war ii that's from the us. start of our yeah from ours and, and then just, just think about what's going on today right yeah. now 
It's yeah. crazy to see that that history is in is on video. You think you think of it as so far, uh, so long ago that there's no there could have been video of it. You know. Oh, but, but yeah, no, we, but there we, was. We, yeah. we had video, and just seeing FDR standing up, you know, we all know that he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. So they would have how many like, people at that time? See, the reason why people America loves conspiracies, I believe, is because how many people at that time knew FDR was in a wheelchair? Yeah, people didn't know. Yeah, Very people didn't small. know. Yeah, because they had they had percentage. ways of concealing like standing yeah. things to conceal because they you didn't know? want him to be seen as weak. Because every yeah, like, and crazy. everyone agreed upon it. Everyone agreed upon keeping their mouth shut. Think about think about all the people in that room. Yeah, that agreed not to talk about that. Yeah, a huge room of people and everybody a knew huge he was in the wheelchair. Room and they of just Congress. They just didn't tell anybody else. They just didn't talk about that shit. Which that was the way. Which, which is now, why we also believe that. Aliens which, landed in 1947. Exactly, which is why one of the reasons why America today is so prone to that shit because we have a hard time believing the people yeah. who we were told didn't lie. So you see why there's so many conspiracies. Exactly, it's just kind of go like it's everything gonna, it, just it's adds gonna, to it's going to work itself out. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's one of the reasons. It's like you know, America on the grand scale, we're not a child anymore, but we are a paranoid fucking teenager. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so Roosevelt made that speech to a joint session of Congress. Within one hour, the U.S. declared war on Japan, and lifelong pacifist Jeanette Rankin was the only member of Congress to vote against declaring war. Have you ever heard of that? Nope. I didn't know that. There was a, I, I, a member I, like, of Congress. Like, there are a lot of things I hear, yeah. particularly about World War II, that I can say, oh, yeah. No, <laughs> like it was really hard for me not during that speech to go. Ah, 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 yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it's all yeah, these things yeah, you hear it. over and over. Yeah, yo, but no, that yeah. though that actually someone voted against it. I don't remember hearing that. Like, I'm yeah. not saying that I wasn't present when that fact came at me, but it could have just hit a wall of something. Well, and as as male pleasure, white straight white man's uh, not pleasure, but um, white straight. Well, it's the patriarchy, uh, dude. We what's do. our uh, what's the word? Uh, uh, patriarchy, not, not pleasure. Uh, no, um, privilege. as part privilege, of our privileges, yeah. we don't ever have to think about when the first woman was in. Con you know, that was a room we saw that on a video. That was a YouTube video we were playing. That was a bunch of men in there, but there was oh, dude, I didn't take time to look, I didn't even like, think about to see how many females. Yeah, no were. I, just, color, I just assumed there wasn't, I just, I, I just yeah, assumed yeah. there wasn't because white guys. So, this you know? woman was lifelong pacifist Jeanette Rankin. She was a member of Congress from Montana. She was the only member of Congress to vote against declaring the war. So, looking at her, she was also the first woman to hold federal office in the U.S. Nice. She was elected to the U.S. House of Representatives as a Republican from Montana in 1916 for one wow. term, wow. then was elected again in 1940. Wow. Rankin remains the only woman ever elected to Congress from Mo Montana. Each of Rankin's congressional terms coincided with the in initiation of U.S. military intervention in one of the two world wars. A lifelong mm -hmm. pacifist, as we talked about, she was one of 50 House members who opposed the declaration of war on Germany in 1917. Mm -hmm. And then in 1941, she was the sole member of Congress to vote against the declaration of war on Japan following the attack on Pearl Harbor. Wow. Um, but she doesn't want to be remembered as much about that as she in 1972, I think, before she died, she wanted to be remembered. If She said, if I, she was quoted to say, if I'm remembered for no other act, I want to be remembered as the only woman who ever voted to give women the right to vote. Because uh, if you think about it, like, they didn't have the right nice. to vote. She was in yeah, office no, before they had the yeah. right to vote. Oh, yeah. crazy. Like, they could serve, but they couldn't vote. That's crazy. Uh, but then she could vote because she was in Congress. So um, yeah. that's a whole other thing. Like, we, we wouldn't know about Jeanette Rankin uh, if I wasn't doing this little, no, that's why. Job, I, that's so. why I, I. That's why I always say, yeah, I'll follow you through your. I'll, I'll check out this warren with you. I'll <laughs> yeah. crawl through this tunnel. I don't. Yeah, you know, I like to find little this bits is, of history. This is like, oh, this happened. That's good. Yeah, you know? if we can find a kick-ass woman in history, a exactly. woman who rocks any, that nobody heard knows about. Anytime we about. can remind people that it wasn't that long ago that women were property. Yes, and more than just like legal terms in in documents right you know yes. so we need to continue to fight for women and people yeah. of color and yeah, we need to people, people, we're yeah, two straight like, white guys we, we 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 keep on talking about even the playing field but no one's actually tried to even the playing field from well i mean people have yeah but you know white guys George Clooney has. more of them yeah we need more yeah. white straight 
ILI guys that are trying to help everybody. Wait, and I'm sure ILI? we could do more. What's ILI mean? Ally? Allies. Oh, okay. Aren't you I, an ally? I You're the one who told ILI. me about ally belts. Well, yeah. Ally belt. I, I heard ILI. I thought it was no, something ILI, I didn't no, know. Allies. No, I was just... I uh, just... You know, my hearing anyway. was going bad. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, the British that. House of Commons convened on short notice in light of the recent events. Winston Churchill made a speech concluding, we have at least four-fifths of the population of the globe upon our side. We are responsible for their safety and for their future. In the past, we have had a light which flickered. In the present, we have a light which flames. In the future, there will be a light which shines over all the land and sea. Uh, and then I've just got a couple other little day. I mean, Pearl Harbor happened, and now we're in the war. Um, uh, yeah, and then on December 11th, Roosevelt signed a declaration of war against Germany. Uh, Adolf Hitler declared war on the U.S. four days after the attack in Pearl Harbor, which is that same day. Um, so now we're just officially in the war. Um, on December 15th, which is the Monday, the Rose Bowl, the site of the Rose Bowl game was transferred from Pasadena, California to Durham, North Carolina, due to fears about an attack by the Japanese on the west coast of the U.S. following the attack on Pearl Harbor. So they moved the... I didn't know there was a Rose Bowl held in Durham, North Carolina. I didn't know that. Uh, so now we know that, too. That happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah. and there were there were some uh, there was some warfare off the coast of California, so there was stuff going on. There was uh, um, there's an American yeah, tanker that was torpedoed on December twentieth uh, off of Cape Mendocino, California, by the Japanese submarine I seventeen, killing five crew. Uh, See, that's you know a Catalina flying boat was dispatched to attack it, but the submarine escaped. Yep. Yeah. So all that, yeah. So uh, fucking with our commerce off the coast. See, they yeah, don't, man. Eh, no one ever talks about that shit. There was uh, on December twenty third, the American steamer yeah. Absaroka was torpedoed off Point Furman, California. What a Japanese submarine I nineteen and beached at Fort MacArthur. So yeah, there were some, there was some warfare right off the coast. Man. So like that's like the closest we've had to oh, that's, war on that's our shores. Fucking close, and, uh, yeah, 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 world war on our shores. You know? So. Um, but, and so that's kind of just an overview of it that I wanted to kind of mm -hmm. just not gloss over it in our last episode and just have sort of a special Pearl Harbor deep dive. But then do you have any more about this conspiracy? Do you have more on your, Oh yeah, no. All right. No, this ad shows up, right? You yeah. Know, so the ads, this guy, this guy over. hears about, um, you know, you told and everybody's me everybody's like, wow, they said, they said 12, yeah. seven, they said 12, seven. And also yeah. on one of the die that displayed the 12, it had yeah. the double X symbol, double X symbol. That's like. That's danger. Why are they using German? Why are they mm. using Italian? Okay. Now people started, you know, talking shit about it in the fifties. Okay. You know, that was when they were like, Whoa, this happened then. Yeah. So you guys knew about it because I now see. we're so finding this, out things. So this the conspiracy another... theory didn't happen until the fifties. Like no, I mean were, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, gonna say it they, didn't happen, hindsight, but I'm yeah. just gonna say it didn't catch up with popularity. Not gotcha. enough people talked about it. Sure. You know, but people had time to mull over the situation. And sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes 2020 isn't always 2020, you know. Yes, hindsight. You can see something very clearly, but misinterpret it. Yeah. You know, so that's when people started. And and one of the people that, one of the- Matt Truman, Ego Trip, the greatest band of all time. Was- By their music. A transport pilot named Joseph Bell, who was flying a South Pacific route. One of his passengers, an intelligence officer, said, you know what? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. This, I'll tell you what, man, people in the intelligence community, we thought this was kind of a warning. And the guy was like, a warning is like, yeah, a warning. You know, there's no they such thought thing that ad was exists. a warning at the time? Well, this intelligence officer tells this other dude that people in his work community thought yep. this was a warning mm -hmm. to Japanese agents working within America. Ooh. Okay. Saying we're going to attack, clean your shit up. Right. Okay. You know, you got to clean your shit up and leave because our attack is starting on the seventh, that the seventh of December, and the fact that this this was a one shot advertisement. They thought the popular the U.S. was warning Japan. No, they thought whoever this one person was that bought right. this ad that bought for ad. this game yeah. was a Japanese sympathizer or a Japanese agent 
Okay. Warning his fellow agents. Warning other Japanese people that get your shit US together is and get attack. the fuck out. Japan, get because out. Or, we're, no, because we're, we're attacking Japan. Oh, okay. Because the two people that were lit, the, the languages were German and Italian and right. American. Sure. You know, now, yes, America had a very large German and Italian and still does have a very large German and Italian descent heritage population. Yeah. yeah. Population, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so I see. So they those were just two things that they think it was a chord ju- with Japanese yeah. person warning, warning Japan. Other Japanese you're going to be attacked people. on that day. So then the, we're we're attacking. So get your shit together and get out before then, because this is November. Yeah. When we're dropping. So then you, know, the you can't just maybe, wrap up and leave too soon, because you're then right. you're going to draw attention. Yeah. Get so out by twelve seven. That's right. That was the original conspiracy. Gotcha. So so yeah. in the conspiracy, then then they're jumping to the conclusion that Japan being warned on December 7th decided to preemptively attack sort of thing. No, 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 dude. They're Japan. There's a Japanese Japan is warning their agents right in America to get right. the fuck out. Oh, get out of America. Because, oh, yeah. oh, because they're attacking you. I got you now. Yeah. Japan so the, the, is the, warning their agents that are in the U S get out of the U S because we're about to attack. I see is what yes. you're saying. Gotcha. I was confused yes. by what you gotcha. No, no, I, I, I speak in riddles. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> no, that makes sense. So that's what the conspiracy theory is. It's that, that that's what they were that, warning Japanese residents yeah, of the that's U.S. The original, that we're about to attack. That's what the yeah, original. Gotcha. Yeah, this is the original 1950s. We're going. Yes, we're going to the New Yorker. Right, and we're saying this, and the New Yorker gonna, goes, "Well, let's we're put this bo- warning in a cryptic ad yeah, for a dice game." <laughs> yeah, first we're bothering, we're bothering the FBI with this. Right. First, people went to the FBI, and the FBI just was very sarcastic in their response. Okay, in the fifties, like, no, they you're stupid. Yeah. This is they yeah. they had so much shit against the conspiracy theory because the conspiracy sure. theory made no sense. Right. Yo, know, just happened. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. It was so the just, FBI just dude, laughed it, just, it off. Yeah, the FBI laughed it off, and because mm-hmm. they laughed it off, they thought they were right. Right. So then they went. Then they went to the New Yorker, and then they went. The New Yorker's like, "No, this person paid for it," right. and it led to the wife of the creator of the game, okay, who paid for it. So they people hounded the creator of this game, and, oh, him and his wife could just sit there and go, "No, dude, it's just a game we made up, and yeah, we had enough." But no, back off, and people still believe them. Yeah, of course, because you can't you can't kill a conspiracy because you can't. It's so you've got yeah, your you mind made up the, so the much. Just like the yeah. whole January sixth and all, like the election because the people are election. Pe- yeah no, they, so no matter what you prove nothing yeah, yeah. never and it, it'll it's worked its way around it's worked its way around so now it's yeah. seventy five plus years after the fact and we're using it we're bringing it up on a podcast yeah that's right because, it's still alive because they can't let I mean, it go because well, it's because, part I mean, of no, it becomes it's, part it's of become it, part it, of your personality and who you are you're a you are now a conspiracy you are now a believer well, of this. i mean it's just it's, it's who it's you are acceptance, you can't change yeah no it's just the acceptance of like i was lucky enough to have crazy old people in my life you know yeah that i was related to that so i was always aware <laughs> of these conspiracy theories and yeah. these alternate realities and these perceptions and the only thing i could do was just like you, you just have to accept them as part of that part you, know, of you can't stop it you just yeah. have to like you know, you have you have to accept that they look at you the same way you look at them. Okay. As someone who has your own perception of reality, you know, hopefully right. we can agree on some basic facts. <laughs> I like when I get people to agree that the sun comes up and sun goes down and everyone agrees on that. I was like, well, actually, the world goes round, so there is no up and down. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think it's funny. You know? Yeah. It's great. So, that's, that, but that's the nutshell of this conspiracy theory. Okay, it's it's. Been, so, who are the who been... are the creators of the game? The wife and the husband. Do you have? The oh, what are... see, I didn't know. <laughs> My original intent was well, you don't want to look too far into it. Oh yeah, just because that was what you you know you told me to summarize an article and summaries like oh, like yeah. we learned how okay. to do summaries. We don't articles. have to know dates. Well, yeah. see, no, we learned how to do summaries of articles by current events. Who, yeah. what, where, when, why, who, what, and where, how. when, why, how, yeah. Yeah, but the who of the article isn't the people that created the game because they had nothing to do with the conspiracy. Sure. They just, oh, these are just the pictures of the game. 
It's a nice little leather bound case. It's a handful of dice. Can you still get the game to this day? Is there like uh I don't think you can get it. I mean, you'd have to search pretty hard in a I wonder if it's, it's like like if it's worth a lot of money now if you got an original mm. version of that game or something. Yeah. The guy who started it, it was a guy named Joseph Bell, like brought it up yeah, yeah. in his book. He's the one that started the conspiracy. Right. Yeah. Well, our interpretation of it. I'm assuming it existed before. And you can get more information on this story from Craig Nelson's book, Pearl Harbor, from Infamy to Greatness. Infamy to Greatness. Yeah. Right? Shaw Cole. E. Shaw Cole. E. Shaw Cole. Uh, Roger Paul Craig created the game and wrote the cryptic ads. Mrs. Cole said that she and her late husband were visited by agents of the Federal Bureau of Investigation after Pearl Harbor, but that the relationship of the ads to the attack was just one big coincidence. She said she knew had no idea why her husband picked the numbers. Okay, Roger Paul Craig was the creator of the game. Okay, cool. That's cool. Mm. That's fun. Oh uh, no, the Snope the Snopes.com article is great. Okay, I I highly suggest if you've made it this far. Yeah, in this little in this episode, timelines, if you haven't turned seriously, it off, yeah. go to time.com. Yeah, it's a quick, it's not even a three minute read. The rabbit hole, the, the rabbit holes you can go down to, yeah, you're done in 15 minutes. There you 15 go, 15 minutes, and you got a fun little example of how we've been making shit up, yeah, since, since our grandparents. And maybe know? we'll start a whole nother uh, podcast just called Conspiracy Theories, which I'm sure there's 800 podcasts already. Well, I imagine that's a big category, man. Yeah, it is, you know. Well, what are you going to do with the rest I mean, of your almost life? Almost as big as pop culture, I, you know. Yeah. What are you going to do uh, with the rest of your day? Considering what, what, the Sunday? Well, yeah. considering we're under a freezing warning, I'm yeah. going to go shopping. A little okay. commerce, a little capitalism. <laughs> yeah, take some, some recycling. Do yeah, some, some recycling. Milk, milk and commerce. bread and eggs. Uh, no, I got some bread. Bread isn't really a big part of my diet anymore. <laughs> it's a nice treat. <laughs> it's a good treat. And speaking of treats, yeah. this has been a nice treat to have Steve Bishop oh, Gruff oh, uh, co-host here nice on episode of American you, Timeline. We're good pals. We grew up together. Uh, yeah. Known each other always for a good time. 40 yeah. plus years. Uh, yeah. And uh, no, thank you for joining want, I mean, us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for I, talking I about conspiracy theories and Pearl oh, no Harbor problem. with me. And you yeah. listeners, thank you guys for listening to us ramble on. Exactly. Thank you listeners. About random Pearl Harbor shit things yeah. stuff and things but now Amen. it's time for us to get out of here chuck good Barry. time yeah and you you want to leave anybody with some words of wisdom like stay off the pipe and don't forget to wipe i mean that that's fine you, you know. like that i mean i don't want to necessarily be that that'd be my quote but i mean it's not a bad bit of advice you have a bidet how about just enjoy the time enjoy the time enjoy the time enjoy the time everybody enjoy your time yeah.